Let's continue here on Box to Row. We've got a friend of the program joining us. As a matter of fact, on the line, we have a former athletic director at Howard, Delaware State and Arkansas Pine Bluff. He's like 25 days or so on the job at his alma mater, North Carolina Central. He is the director of athletics there. He is Dr. Lewis Skip Perkins. He joins us here on Box to Row. Lewis, welcome to the program, man. Hey, Donald, thank you for having me, man. Glad to be back. We, you, I mean, you and I go back a long ways, right? Like, we go back to the <laughs> days of when I was over at Shaw and Athletic Administration. You were at NBC in television doing your thing yep. there, man. We go back a long ways. Yeah, man. We're, we're dating ourselves, but we're about, we're about 20 years in the fold now. <laughs> no doubt. So let me start here. What, what are... You know, and I look at I, I look I look at North Carolina Central as a model for how you can make a move from a lower division to Division One without having these problems of the APR and so forth. I, I listen to I see all these schools that have had problems over the years, and I'm like, Central hasn't had that many problems. They they've been able to do it. Of course, it started with with Bill Hayes and then Ingrid Wicker McCree and transitioned uh, to, from her now to you, but. What are some of the first things you got to do uh, there at North Carolina Central to continue on the great trajectory uh, in terms of where you guys are now, which is, I think, in a pretty good position? Yeah, yeah. You know what? The, the best thing I would say, you know, I have to give my predecessor a tremendous amount of credit for Dr. Uh, Wicker McCree is she did a great job with the academic and compliance area. I mean, grade point averages above a 3.0. We just received the conference award for the highest APR. Uh, men's basketball had the highest APR. So, you know, we're in good standing, good strength, you know, in those areas. Um, I, I think now, and, you know, obviously we had a couple of sports with some winning records here and there. But um, I think for me now, as you, as you talk about being a Division One school for almost, you know, 15 years, it, it's a point now where our, our facilities kind of have to catch up with the academic prowess and all the – different renovations and constructions that have been going across campus with the new, you know, living residence hall, with the new um, student center, nursing school, school business. So now it's time for us to kind of, you know, get into the uh, business of improving our, you know, athletic facilities to catch up with campus. But, you know, there's some things we do very, very well, some really good coaches, good staff, obviously, you know, very collegial atmosphere on campus. But, you know, that's the area we're going to really address, um, you know, in my tenure, is, is going to be trying to upgrade our facilities. You know, it's interesting. And in, in prior to your stop here, you were in Morgan as the senior development director at Morgan State. Did a tremendous job at, at, at the alma mater. I mean, my goodness, Morgan State is just, I mean, it's just off the <laughs> chain in terms of raising yeah. money. And a lot of that had to do with you. But as an AD at two other MEAC schools, meaning Delaware State and Howard, uh, and where the, the MEAC sits, so it seems like every... So often we get these press releases that come from the conference that say the, the MEAC is, you know, the presidents and chancellors were all united. And we, we had heard about Howard and Howard possibly leaving the CAA and all of that. W what are your thoughts in terms of where and, and it may be early, but where NCCU is positioned as a member of the MEAC and, and the future of the MEAC? Well, you know, um, you know, my first day on the job, I was down at uh, our MEAC meetings in Orlando. And um, that was actually just perfect timing, you know, regarding your question, because, you know, that that was some of the conversation. And I can tell you what I saw and what I heard from the uh, 
presidents, CEOs, and my counterparts where, uh, you know, we're committed to our eight. Uh, the conferences, I mean, you know, there's some possibilities of maybe adding some schools, but right now everyone's standing pat. Uh, we know we have a good product. Um, you know, there's some possibilities in certain schools adding more sports, but right now the eight of us, we're the grade eight, and we're going to stick together, um, you know, I hope for a long, long time, and maybe we add members, but right now, you know, we're stuck together, we're um, we're thick, we're, we're tight together, so um, that was the reassurance I got across the board, and, you know, obviously, like everyone else, Donna, I've, I've heard a lot, you know, seen different interviews and different, you know, reports here and there, but to hear it from, you know, so-called the horse's mouth, you know, made me feel good. I, I think we're going to be eight strong for a while. Yeah, which is good. I mean, I think, you know, I look, I look at, you know, I listen, I hear all that as, as, a, as, a, as a graduate of Morgan State. You know, I want the MEAC to do well. There's no doubt about it. I think South Carolina State's win over Jackson State was absolutely huge. But uh, yeah. from a central perspective, I mean, and you've been in the MEAC. I mean, are there, I mean, are you, are you, you know, and I, I, you're, you're new to the job. I get it. But, I mean, are you satisfied with, where the MEAC is? I mean, do you feel like there are some things that, that the MEAC can improve upon? Well, we, we need – I would like for us to have more members, of course. I mean, you know, um, that, that stability, that continuity is wonderful. Um, I think our new commissioner, she's hit the ground running. i got to give uh, Ms. Fields a lot of credit for that. Um, you know, I have the utmost confidence of her. And, you know, I have many conversations with our chancellor. And he's uh, – you know, he obviously talks to his counterparts. And we really feel – good about that i think all eight schools bring something different to the table um i think they're all strong um they're all competitive in a number of sports and i think right now this is what we have and we're going to be fine i don't um improvement as far as to say you know i look at it like this too donald you know when it comes to revenue sharing we're getting a bigger piece of the pie now with eight yeah. members compared to 13 so i do like that too but um you know i think she has us in the right direction and i don't think it's an improvement per se but I think it would be nice if we were maybe at maybe 10 schools and maybe there'll be some associate members in certain sports against the 10, but I, I am completely comfortable uh, with our near future with our sister institutions. Yeah. And one thing to be said, I mean, there's no doubt that the MEAC financially is solvent. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Lewis Skip Perkins is the new athletics director at North Carolina central. He joins us here on box to row. Very glad to have him on the program. What are your thoughts? I have some. I have some thoughts on the NIL man, the transfer portal. My goodness, what what are your thoughts in terms of the NIL as it sits right now? I, I'm supportive of it. I, I'm pro NIL, um, NLI, but my my name is likeness. I apologize, but my problem is right now. I don't think we have enough um, guardrails, enough safe rails. Um, I think it kind of still separates the haves and the have-nots. And I think we're going to look down the road and we're going to have some violations unless we really kind of clean this up because, you know, the wrong institution with the wrong booster can really take advantage of this like no other way. I mean, it kind of really reminds me of this is a, almost a form of the Reggie Bush fiasco of many years ago. And, uh, you know, a really cold and calculated person could get away with some things here. And, um, you know, and, and that's their business. But I think it just separates the have and have not. And I don't think it's clear and concise yet. But more than necessary and more than mandatory for the future of athletics. You know, the old way in terms of, of transferring was, was much different, you know, uh, especially when I was in athletic administration than it is obviously now. I mean, as, an, as a former person that's 
been in athletic administration, I, I look at this and I'm like, wow. But I, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on the transfer portal? A lot of times or sometimes the transfer portal in the NIL are tied together. But your thoughts yep. on the transfer portal, are you in favor of where it is now? Just just your thoughts on the transfer portal. You know what? It, it's a uh, catch-22 because it, it's, it's how do we tell these young blue-chip student-athletes that, you know, they can't pop in the portal and transfer when we have coaches that go through a strong recruiting class and then they leave with a drop of a dime. So, you know, it, it all has to be fair across the board. And the only thing I would say is uh, for some of our young people, I think they're quick to make a move and, you know, just to think the grass on the, is green on the other side. And if we're looking at the transfer portal, I think we need to look at some of the statistics. And I think many people will see um, what our research has shown, that most students that get in the transfer portal that have a scholarship don't necessarily get another scholarship. So, you know, it can be a sense of fool's goal, and I think they need to uh, be a little patient with it. And I know that's easier said than done, but the portal, um, it, it's tough for coaches. Um, it's supposed to be a benefit for student athletes, but I don't think that it's, it's that it, – it's just easier said than done. And um, just because you get the portal doesn't mean you're going to find a home. It doesn't mean you're going to find a scholarship. So then you're, you're almost going backwards in many regards. Man, I've known you for many years, right? I didn't know you were a four-year captain at your alma mater <laughs> in tennis. I mean, you, so you, you must – I mean, you were a pretty good tennis player, right? No, not, not bad at all. Not bad at all. I had some really good teammates and a good coach, and our conference was super competitive, man. We had some really good – and, you know, that was the back of the days when the CIAA, you know, we had 14 schools. Hampton was a top five school, um, you know, and the rest of us were really just fighting for that second place. But it was, it, was, it was fearless and it was tough competition, you know, every conference match we had. You know what it's like for these student-athletes at North Carolina Central having been one yourself and a star one uh, at that. But what does it mean to you to be back at your alma mater at North Carolina Central in Durham and being the head of a, an athletics department that, again, I mean, I look across. I mean, it, to me, it's, a, it's in a lot of ways, especially from an academic standpoint, a model uh, for – uh, div division one, smaller division one schools, uh, specifically HBCUs. But what does that mean to you to be back at NCCU? Man, you know what? I, I have to pinch myself sometimes. Um, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm, sometimes I wake up and I see myself, I'm, I'm smiling like a Cheshire cat, man. I'm, I'm so, uh, you know, happy and proud to be able to come back here, man. But it, it's all because of the grace of God, my parents, and my time as an undergrad and graduate student here have helped built me for this opportunity. And then obviously having a chance to go to some other schools and to compete against my school, you know, it was always tough. But I, I never imagined that I would be sitting in this chair, um, never in a, in a million years. And it's a, it's a surreal experience. And I, I can't wait to really start competing in the fall and, and getting into it, you know, homecomings and all those kind of things, competing for championships. But, but right now it, it, it's business as usual, um, trying to get us to the point where we can be successful, but, Oh, man, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. And, you know, I try to, uh, I try to be one of those people that, that's never too high, never too low. Don't let it get to my head. But it is definitely very, very rewarding. And, uh, you know, my son who's on campus, you know, he's in Durham. We fight frequently. 
and he goes to some of the buildings in our building, and he sees my picture, and he just laughs. It's, it's kind of <laughs> funny, uh, you know, to be able to have that experience. Like, why is your picture up here, man? Just to, you know, those type of things, man, are, are really, really cool experiences. And, um, you know, this is something, you know, obviously I'll, I'll never forget. And as long as I'm here, my job is to make this place better than it was when I got here. And that's going to be tough because um, my predecessor did a great job. That is awesome. Dr. Lewis Skip Perkins, the new athletics director at North Carolina Central University, joins us here on Box to Rose. Been on the job about 25 days or so. Lewis, appreciate the time, man. I'm, I, I, hey, look, I owe you, uh, I owe you lunch. And, uh, you know, we're here <laughs> in Raleigh. I'm going to come on over to Durham and we'll go to Dillard's or, or, or Salt Box or something like that, man. And, uh, you know, get us, get us some good vittles. You tell me when and where, man. And thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. And you're like my brother, good Morgan alum. So I, I, I promise go easy on you guys when we compete against them. All right. <laughs> yeah. So